Welcome to another episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. My name is Maurice Jager and I'm a photographer, speaker and the author of the book Personal Branding for Photographers. This podcast is all about learning how to improve your personal brand as a photographer. Thank you for listening today and let's dive in. Well, welcome to another episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. Uh, I'm here today with James Van Hees, who is in Canada. Uh, James, introduce yourself. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm uh, James Van Hees. I've been a photographer since uh, 2003. And um, yeah, just living the dream. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Like living the dream as a photographer is like one of the best things that you can have as a as a job, pretty much, like it's not even a job, right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a it's a pursuit uh, of things. Uh, so yeah, it's been a it's been a great uh, career to be following. So, what kind of work do you create? Well, I started out on the uh, wedding wedding side of things, wedding and portrait for a while. Well, for a long while, kind of played my market there. Um, and then eventually migrated into teaching at a local college. Uh, from there, went into kind of commercial field and was doing a lot of product cosmetics uh, type of thing for a bunch of retailers. Have been morphed yet again into another genre, which seems to be the uh, personal branding space, um, headshots and corporate identity kind of work. Okay, so there's like, uh, you move from one thing to the other thing and like you, you just found new passions along the way? Yeah, I, th I think as a creative, you are going to find, you know, there's kind of this quest initially to kind of perfect a certain style or perfect uh, a certain look or a certain, you know, well, brand for yourself. And then over time, you know, your influences change. So, you know, other things catch your eye. It, it's, I think it's only natural for creatives to want to continue to explore. Like, you know, you are never a master of, of this, this, this beast we call photography. It's always an exploration, new, you know, whether it be tones, if it be expressions, if it be movement, uh, different moods that we, we find ourselves in. I think our, photography kind of echoes uh, where we are and, and what we're what we're about and and you know the only thing that we can absolutely count on is change and uh, you know we change with the seasons yeah so what would you like to achieve with your work uh, I think I think now in in this phase uh, of where I'm at in in my career you know it, it is continued uh, comfort and security when I first started, you know, I was really big, you know, I wanted to be noticed and I wanted to be recognized and I wanted to have awards and I wanted to have accolades and, you know, I chased those things. But now in my, you know, kind of, I've been at this for a few years. Now it, it's just, you know, I'm looking for something that's smart set up where, you know, I can continue to afford my lifestyle and I can put some money away and and I can live my life and have my you know my favorite pastime which is photography uh, with me instead of you know the pressures uh, that I put on myself in the past 
So now, it, yeah, I, I want to kind of create systems that are working and make, you know, give me more time to do do the things that I want to do instead of the things that, you know, you have to do in order to pay the bill. Yeah. Like, did, is that also why you moved from one genre to the other? Because you were like done with the pressure and like maybe even getting like burned out with that? <laughs> thing and just like developed in something else that was more like low pressure and com more comfortable and matching like your personality of the person you are at that particular time in your life? Yeah, well, you know, after shooting hundreds of weddings, you know, I really do not have much desire to see, uh, you know, a, a bride and groom in my lens. Um, and yeah, you you know, I, I did burn out from, from kind of the wedding thing. It's, it's a different... It's, it's a different space, but uh, but I, I celebrate my wedding photography too for for what it taught me uh, as a creative and you know shooting on the fly, thinking fast, problem solving, people skills, you know consistency, you know being able to tell a story or tell a narrative with an image, uh, how to evoke emotions, you know how to work crowds, you know how to do reportage, you know so you become a jack of all trades when you're in, in that field. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I definitely got to a, a, a stage where I was, uh, well, it was 2008 when, you know, the market here really took a tumble, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we went from, you know, doing six figures, you know, a strong six figures down to like counting every penny in, in, in a, in the amount of a year. And then, you know, having to, uh, you know, get rid of studio spaces and, you know, liquidate gear and stuff like that so that that market crash really changed things unexpectedly for us so we had to change with the time and mm -hmm. being flexible and fluid um yeah the market deemed you know okay you can continue to shoot weddings but you you know you need to find some other ways of of finding revenue for yourself so that was the introduction into the kind of the commercial fear you know field as well and okay so now there's a whole other thing now i have to learn and now i have to master you know the technicalities of product photography and the expectations of the art directors was, was a whole other kettle of fish that you know required a whole new learning curve yeah and then after that you know typically with your commercial clients you know clients will come clients will go yeah but you have you know kind of your honey account and you know it doesn't take much for you to you know not of your own doing even you know uh somebody buys out your your honey account company and they have a different way of doing things so you know just in a matter of a day you've you've lost your main account and you know and then again you're now you're forced to adapt again right so then you go okay well i'm not doing the weddings anymore and now i'm not doing the commercial stuff now it's time to you know try something else and then at that phase at this latest phase it was like through all of this through everything that i do you know what is what are the what are the themes that i really like because uh, i'm chase i'm done chasing you know i'm i'm done chasing in what everybody else thinks i should be doing you know it's time what should i be doing and what really makes me happy and what makes me successful as an uh, as an artist Mm -hmm. You know, what is my perfect environment? And, you know, it is working one-on-one -on -one with people. It's, you know, getting to know people and getting their confidence and, you know, bringing out their character and, and getting them to open up for me in front of a camera and, uh, you know, really creating, you know, images that have an impact for them. 
And uh, so that's where this kind of whole new genre, new birth of me has really come from. So and how are you reflecting that into your personal brand and your messaging? Like, are you like now like totally focused on like the one-on-one things or are you still dipping into stories from the past to like create rapport? Like what are you doing? I felt a big need in, in just personally to kind of close those doors from the past. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not in a, in a place where I, you know, it's not that I don't, I don't see value in the photographs that I've taken in the past or that they don't, you know, give credence to my skills or my, you know, my abilities. Um, but I don't hang my hat on them either. You know, they're, they're there, they're in the archive, you know, for whatever reason I can pull them, but I'm not bringing all of that forward and center. And, you know, it's, it's timely that we're talking now because I'm, I'm going through this transition right now. So this rebranding and trying to figure out what I want moving forward, you know, um, you know, what do I want the brand to be? What do I how do I want to reflect, you know, uh, how do I want other people to see me and, and what do I want, you know, my name, my brand to actually say. Yeah. And uh, so that's the exercise that I'm going through right now, um, you know, personally and, and with my business. So. Yeah. Like I, I used to work in like offices and like do like C-level executive jobs and stuff and like totally burnt out but I still use that in my messaging to create rapport with the C-levels that I'm shooting at this point. So they know, like, I used to be one of them. So like, mm-hmm. that's like a rapport building thing. Like, I would like never be caught dead in an office space working at a computer for a company ever again, if I can help it. And like, I probably won't even be able to because like I've been out of that space for years so like my resume is probably not like up to snuff anymore but I still (laughs) use that in the narrative of like who I am and how I transitioned into photography and found the passion and run with that kind of thing and that's something that like resonates with a lot of people because there's a lot of people doing crappy jobs and just like trying to find ways to uh, really like try and monetize what they actually love doing and it's a struggle for a lot of people so it's like it's not just meant as an inspirational thing f- for them but it's more right. of a like me talking to the people that are on my LinkedIn and on my socials and just like giving them a little bit of a background story of where I came from and that relates with people and resonates and then they like um it's a motivator for them to work with me because they feel I know where they're at in their life. So like, even, yep. even though well, I like it, totally burnt that bridge and never want to go back there, I still use it in the messaging. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I don't think, you know, you know it, it's not that I don't talk about, you know, I'm not, I'm not scared to talk about any of my past jobs or, you know, as a banker or, you know, when I was, doing sales out of the back of, you know, factory, <laughs> factory, uh, loading docks and, and, you know, any of those other things, I think that all adds to your, uh, your personal story. I think what I don't feel the need to carry over is, you know, all of the, the art from my past, I guess is, is kind of more where I'm talking. I, I don't feel the need to carry that forward. Yeah. I agree, you know, who you are, the substance of who you are is a collection of your, adventures and uh misadventures decisions and you know 
that you've made in your life. That's, yeah. you know, that's the mosaic of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I find a lot of photographers will often hang their hat on their old work. Um, and I'm more of, you know, I'm, I'm not the same photographer I was back in 2003. Um, so I'm not going to be putting that work front and forward. You know, I'm, I, I believe you're only as good as your latest, latest work. Yeah. Um, in, in many, many senses of, of the word. Uh, and, um, so that, that's kind of what I meant by more, you know, what I'm, what I'm not willing to carry forward now. So yeah. kind of a fresh start and, and whatever, but yeah, yes, of course, you know, I am a mosaic of experiences and run-ins and, and adventures and misadventures for sure. And I agree that that's what makes you look, you know, uh, appealing to some or relative, you know, uh, to others. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, building those links. Yeah, definitely. So you're now in the process of recreating the brand or like shifting it, if you will, uh, into this new yeah. space. Yeah. Like, you know, first, first thing I, you know, I did is I ripped down, ripped down the old website. Right. And I, I ripped out the old, um, I used to go with, uh, you know, James spelt funny. It was J A Y M Z. And, you know, back in the day, I thought that was just the most creative thing. It was James, but it was spelt funny. And, um, you know, uh, it was my a great brainchild of mine. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, you know, just watching, watching that over, over the time. And I had a, a james.ca website, which was really cool, and a james.com. And uh, it was all great. Uh, but, you know, none of it really mattered, you know, because it wasn't really, it wasn't me. It was a persona that I'd put on. And, uh, and I was, you know, part of this whole transition is okay. You know, like, you know, I want to be that guy that people can, you know, relate to and, and do whatever, you know, I want them to relate to me because I need that, that connection in order to pull out the best work I can. And I'm not going to do that if I'm putting a persona in the way. So let's, let's get rid of the gimmicks. Let's get rid of, you know, uh, the persona and, you know, any any illusion of grandeur that that you know i was trying to achieve through through my communications and you know just be james just be you yeah right? honest and, and raw and exactly you know you and i have had some offline conversations where you know you you know we've hammered that message home <laughs> the value of just being authentic mm-hmm. especially now you know lipstick on a pig right yeah. um yeah you know just just be authentic and then people will then know where you stand and what you're about and uh they'll spend the time to get to know you know get to know you so what steps are you now taking to like build this new personal brand how like so what are you doing yeah um well you know taking down everything from the past was was you know almost uh therapeutic Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a way uh stripping it down and then taking a nice long walk um, the other part of the brand is, you know, getting away from the noise and, and finding out who I am and what I'm about. Um, that's been a work in progress and, uh, you know, getting back into shape and, you know, kind of getting out of my, you know, kind of funk. Mm-hmm. And then now, now it's like, okay, let's take a look at, you know, how do I want to work and, and build it up from there. And, 
you know, so we're, we're doing the website work. We're doing, you know, new logo work. We're doing uh, new messaging. And, you know, I've been working on the portfolio of new imagery, you know, to show people, you know, kind of what they can expect and, and what I'm capable of doing and achieving for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's been a lot in kind of the background and, and running stealth. And in, in the meantime, you know, I'm doing word of mouth stuff and just building up those relationships just in the background. And so I'd like to get to the point where, you know, now I can start calling upon some of those people for some reviews and, you know, just start getting the message out there a little more, a little more, a little more. Yeah. Uh, but it has to be sustainable. You know, I'm a one-man army. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always tell people it's, it's hard to take ground when you're a one-man one army. And, uh, you know, so you have to be, you have to be very methodical in, in how you progress and how you move. And uh, keep in mind what's, what's important. Because it's easy to get carried away and it's easy to, you know, want this and want that and want that. But it's not necessarily stuff that's going to add value to the brand yeah so like in an ideal world like what would you like your personal brand to be like how do you want to be seen um how do i want to be seen um you know i want to be seen as um you know a professional uh obviously that's that's first and foremost um but i i want people to kind of come to me be seen you know for the type of experience that i can provide people with you know a fun easygoing atmosphere you know going to be a good time it's not as uh cathartic as most people perceive you know getting a headshot or or doing a personal photography session you know seems to be you know this isn't a passport picture type of environment that i'm trying to create yeah um so you know i want people to kind of have a sense of the experience that they're going to have uh, and that matches my personality, right? So, but you know, I'm not a I'm not a flash in the pan kind of guy. So, you know, my brand isn't going to be reflective of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of artists, you know, kind of always question themselves and have this self doubt, you know, type of thing. And and we are our, our own hardest critics. You know, uh, people talk about you know fear of missing out or or not good enough and and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want my brand to kind of come out of the ashes of that because that's kind of where I came out of and just, you know, speak for itself, honest, brutally honest, you know, um, to hell with you if you can't take a joke kind of atmosphere, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you've, you've shared some of your, your opinions that way as well, right? If they don't like it, you know, there's the door and don't let it smack you in the ass on the way out. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm like brutally raw and honest and like, semi-delirious sometimes uh, <laughs> to quote uh, Eddie Murphy show but uh, like yeah I, I'll just be me and like talk and like share the content in a way that I share and like I have like social posts that drop the occasional f-bomb or whatever and like if if you don't have the stomach for it you're gonna have a hard time in my studio so like please don't show up and like all of this is like it ties into like pricing and the way I communicate and the process that I develop to get people uh, in the studio and like all of that is like so close to home for me that I know when somebody went through all the hoops, if you will, or, or like went through the process to like actually get in front of my camera. I know these people can deal with me and I can probably deal with them. So they're not going to be a pain in the ass. And they're just going to be uh, appreciative of the work I'm doing, the effort I put in, and the style I give them. Mm-hmm. So 
personal branding for me is like a way to position myself to the audience that I want to reach. But on the other end, it's also a filter for the people that I don't necessarily want to work with. Yeah. I was just going to say that word because, you know, you know, when you, well, I guess when you have your communication points or your touch points set up in such a way, right, where people are going to get a, a feel for you, right? You know, oftentimes my first contact with a client is over the phone, right? And, you know, I have to get into, I have to take them into a little, you know, pony ride of small talk, you know, sometimes just to get a read, you know, for how these people are. Yeah. And whether or not I want to work for them, work with them or for them or, or whatever it is, uh-huh. however you want to work with that. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it's so, so important to kind of have those filters there because, you know, don't waste my time. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and people so- can't afford our time. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're giving our, we're giving ourselves to them for, for something, but, um, but, you know, people truly can't afford our time and so stop wasting it. Yeah. And like if you get like somebody on the phone or like people check out your website, it's pretty much like a clash of personal brands. Like you have yours, they have theirs. And when you talk on the phone with them, like you're trying to suss them out, right? Like, is this a person that matches or fits the bill in respect to what I'm trying to offer? So is there something right. that you're looking for? Um, that is like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. This is a match. Or are I like when people say like something that it's a total red flag and like, please like kill the conversation and get it over with. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's more what people don't say. Right. But sometimes it's more what people don't say, uh, or those, you know, when they don't know how to respond, then I, then I get a little, uh, you know, I get a little worried. Do you have a real life example? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, I was just, I was just, you know, talking with somebody the other day and, you know, we were, you know, she had, she had been referred to me by a, a great client of mine who I've done lots of work with. And, uh, so they were all hyped up because they had heard about all these experiences and how good everything was. And, you know, I just entered this small talk and, uh, with this person and, you know, this person was more than happy to tell me about all about themselves and all about their life and, and stuff and you know then then I kind of brought and I was I was curious and I wanted to hear about this and what makes up this person and you know uh, then I just I brought up something you know kind of jokingly just about politics just just jokingly right and I could just I could just hear the pause right and I was like well that's very interesting right Um, and it didn't matter what I would have quoted at that point yeah. Right. Um, it's just like, I know that this person, you know, I kind of know where they stand and, um, they're obviously so hard on, you know, their view. Um, you know, that's obviously contrary to kind of the spirit of what I operate in. And, mm-hmm. You know, I was more than happy to get off the phone and, and know, well, that's great. You know, at least I don't have to work with that. Yeah. Right. Or I don't have to work with that personality because it's not going to be a good fit. And I don't, I don't need any more stress in my life. You know, I, I don't welcome that. Um, and I don't need to be in a position where I'm trying to be creative and I have to watch my P's and Q's yeah. because, you know, frankly, uh, you know, I'm almost 50, 50 years old. I, I don't need anybody's permission to do anything. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, right? like I'm I'm um, turning thirty seven. I don't need that. Like like I'm I'm in charge of my own life, and I'll do whatever the heck I want to do. And like I'm grateful that I have people that actually pay me money for what I'm doing. But like that's like it. Like I get the occasional emails. Like, do you can you reproduce this work? You know, I think it's still important as as creative to play a little bit. You know, whether it be styles or lighting or whatever, but you still still ultimately have to stay on on brand, right? And and that's that's who you are. Like, you know, sometimes I'll just you know move my triangle lighting setup, and oh my god, I'll go wild, and I'll just do a large strip to a side. You know, like a strip bank of lights to a side, and you know, I'll I'll play with that and see yeah. how lights doing and change people's positions and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, even you know, I get calls from you know, models and, you know, people want to work, you know, collectively and stuff like that. And, you know, I, 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 I tell them, you know, I'm doing this kind of work now. And, you know, they're like, well, we, I want something like this in the place like this. And I was just like, well, that's nice. You need to find a photographer that will do that because that's, you know, that's not my focus. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not kind of where I'm working right now. And, you know, beautiful people, they would, they would be great if I could get them in in my genre and my style. They would be great for my portfolio. But you know, if their heart's not in it and my heart's not in it, yeah. So there's in, in. There, there's already some valuable lessons in here. But what's your most valuable piece of advice that you want to share? Like you've been in the business for like forever, so you learned a couple of tricks. So <laughs> don't don't do print advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do print advertising. Let me tell you, you know, um, I, I bought into print advertising when I first started out and it was like uh, $13,000 for a, a quarter page ad. Wow. And, you know, I was, I was promised everything under the sun, uh, mm. you know, mm -hmm. that was going to happen because of this one ad. And yeah, I got one phone call and it happened to be a wrong number. So <laughs> It was uh, the most expensive wrong number phone call in my in my career. Um, advice to photographers: Like, do you, do you actually advertise like online or something, or do you just like fully like word to mouth and organic and through the brand? I, I, I've been, I have been um, organic. You know, I did, I did all the stuff you were supposed to do early on. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the wedding business and you know that carried me for a bit um, but I also found that there are there are negative sides to being in all the right places all the time and and again as I say you know it's hard being an army of one and holding ground because yeah. there are a, a lot of things going on all the time so one of the things I found was um, well, early on in my career, you know, I was, you know, people were talking about SEO and, you know, my, well, my website wasn't SEO optimized. It was a flash based site. Mm -hmm. And so flash didn't score big on Google. Yeah. So then you had to have blogs. Okay. Well, I had a blog and then, you know, my WordPress blog for whatever reason, the, the link to that got, uh, corrupted and I had other photographers who were tagging my name and their images so when people were you know googling my name their images were coming up in image searches I had um, 
I had a uh, a bad review on Google reviews. I had, somebody wrote, you know, uh, we've been waiting five years for our for our wedding pictures, and you know, he's never shown up. And I'm like, I'm sitting there looking at this, and I'm scratching my head, and I've been like. I've only been shooting weddings for like three years. How can it be five years? And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? Right? Like, you know, what's happening? And, uh, you know, I've, I've never not delivered. I don't understand. But, you know, so there were all these things that were happening, but I wasn't on top of any of it. It was like, you learn all this stuff after the fact. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I don't have enough manpower. I'm not, I'm not savvy enough to do all this. You know, I was trying to become a photographer. So, my head was in trying to become a better photographer, not in, you know, the branding space or in, you know, being the best web guy or, you know, being the expert at Google reviews and, and all this other stuff. Like that, that was just expertise I didn't have and I didn't have time for it. So, so going more organic actually was, was better for me in one sense because it was within the, tolerance that I could I could handle and um, now I'm kind of of the mindset okay well now maybe it's it's a collection of systems that I need to be examining you know um, you know when it rains you know the water goes into the gutter and then the gutter you know takes it to where it needs to go Mm -hmm. well you know I need to develop you know uh, you know my systems that that you know can can attract people and, and put them into the, you know, into the system. And I, I'm not going to use the funnel word because, you know, uh, I'm not that savvy. Yeah. Um, I hate that but, shit because uh, it's like automated stuff and it's like you pretty much like come, come up with like some sort of a persona. Yeah. And, and it's treating everybody like uh, wheat and chaff. Yeah. Right. And, and that part I don't. I don't subscribe to and you know it's just a, a mill right and then just by percentages sake you're going to end up with x number of clients but you know if you're you know if you're a bonehead like me in some senses right uh you know I, I i agree with you is you know i want the person to kind of be pre-qualified because you know i'm i'm here for a good time as well right like i want to get paid i want to yeah. do a job but you know I don't want to be sitting through, you know, uh, 50 headshots a day of people I would not want to be in a room with. Like that, you know, you might as well, you know, send me to the dentist for root canals for as much <laughs> enjoyment that's going to be for me. Yeah. Uh, type of thing. So, so in the new branding, you know, um, but I, I do recognize that there needs to be ways for people to and, and especially with the changing world right now, um, and you know, it's anybody's guess what this is all going to look like when the dust settles from from this whole pandemic thing. Um, you know, what is business going to look like moving forward long term? Right? Like I know we're seeing you know little practices here and you know new practices there, and you know some people are like, hey, business is normal. You know, yeah, uh, for them. Um, but you know, we're kind of at that point where, you know, new trends are going to emerge, you know, um, whether we like it or not, they, they are going to emerge, whether the economy is going to force us to, or 
health conditions are going to force us to, or the environment's going to force us to. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't be arrogant, arrogant enough to suggest for a moment that things are going to stay the same. Um, or that I know what, what's going to happen. Uh, so, but I do understand that, you know, there needs to be a presence, you know, and, and, and more touch points where people can reach me, hear me, um, and see me. And, you know, know, one thing I've noticed, you know, you doing with your brand, um, is you're putting your face out there. Yeah. You're not putting just your images out there. You're putting your face out there. And, um, and I, and now, you know, with your podcast here, you're putting your voice out there as well. Mm-hmm. And, and those are further touch points. And then I think, you know, advice to people, you know, other photographers up and coming is, you know, it, it's about touch points and, and how many touch points can you have? Um, because if, you know, we've already clarified, you know, be yourself and that way, you know, people can like you or they can hate you. Uh, if they hate you, they weren't going to be your customer anyway. So stop, stop letting that rent space in your head. Yeah. You know, don't worry about it. Like what, um, what I do is like with the socials and stuff, like I decided in, I don't know, 2017 to like get more in front of the camera instead of behind it and like right. uh, shoot like, like stuff like out of the, like out of life things and just like whatever I'm doing and like, slapping some ip on that and like ever like since 2017 when like i'm in a in an odds building so uh, there's like 85 rooms or studios here and i happen to be one of them so there's like a lot of foot traffic and i never had a person ask me if i'm maurice because they saw my face everywhere. They, like, walk up to me. Like, I got an appointment with you. It's like, yeah, I have no idea who you are. And they say your name. Say their name. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're on my schedule. Like, they know me They know me better than I know them, which is, like, kind of, like, stupid. I should probably just, like, Google these people and kind of expect who's showing up. And, like, I, I walk, like, in the city center just, like, minding my own business, like, buying a pair of jeans and people walk up to me and that's so funny but that's like part of the whole like being out there thing and I don't want to talk about touch points because that like creates a suggestion of like a funnel and a flow and like getting people into some sort of a scheme where you just like continuously create them if they're like your people or if they like download an ebook or like click a link or whatever all this stuff is that happens with tunnels but i think like the key is to be atomic and atomic means always be on top of mind in your community so i the, the reason i post daily is because if somebody needs my service and they go on linkedin or facebook or instagram or like wherever like the first photographer that shows up is me and that happens every time, every day, all the time. So at some point, they're just like, I'm trying to get people sick of my face. So at some point, they go like, yeah, I need my shot. Um, I see this dude all the time. I like his work. Let's go with him and not even like hit Google. Right. 
yeah, I think, yeah, I, I agree. You know, uh, every, every one of us artists, um, you know, have a voice and, and there's no reason why we shouldn't be standing on every possible stone, you know, letting our voice go out. Yeah. Um, and, and saying what's on our mind and what's on our hearts and, and stuff like that. Whether that's, you know, uh, LinkedIn, you know, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not on all of those platforms. I'm, I'm trying to develop my LinkedIn uh, uh, presence now. Yeah. Uh, more so than ever. Um, I've pretty much dumped Facebook. It, it's there, but. I, it just automatically does stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, you know, posting there on purpose. Uh, oh. I just let the other apps share what I've posted on Facebook. I'm with you. Uh, I'm not on, I'm not on TikTok. Me neither. Uh, because I, I don't know. I know that that is, that has been said to be one of the fastest growing platforms, but I, I don't foresee a lot of the people that I would be going after spending a lot of time on there. Um, you like, know, trying I, to watch, you know, teens do dances or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think the um, key is to like select a couple of platforms that you know your audience spends time and then just right. like go full force ahead on like the one or two. Like if you're into like the weddings and the family portraits, Facebook would probably be better if you're going after like the headshot business or the commercial work. Um, then probably LinkedIn is better. Like there's like different reasons to use different platforms, but there's right. no reason to like be like super focused on all of them. Like I do the same thing. I post like, uh, like I repost stuff on Facebook and um, like I got like 8,000 people on my page and I get like four likes and it's probably my mom and like three <laughs> random people. Uh, so it's like it's exactly. not really a money maker for me because my audience isn't there. Yeah, like I ran an ad right uh, on Facebook a couple of years ago, and I went for like business owners, and just like targeted business owners, my city, go time, and all I got was like people like, oh my gosh, like two hundred bucks for an image. Like, is this dude on crack? Like, what the like? There was like so many people like giving exactly. me shit about like my rates because they were not the audience that I was going for. They were not like the CEO or like the, the, the freelancers that make like good money. They were like everybody mm -hmm. in the city that like owns a business, which could be anything from like selling knitting work to like God knows what. And like it didn't yeah. work. And then I like really tailored my message for the clientele, for the clients to like the LinkedIn, because that's where my pictures are mostly used. And like, it kind of made sense. Yeah. Well, totally, totally. Right. And the, the people who are part of that community are, are there for targeted reasons as well. Right. So, yeah. Um, they're not just looking at, you know, willy nilly spending time. Yeah. And chances are they have a paid subscription anyways to LinkedIn. So they're vested. Yeah, <laughs> they're not using the free service. No, and you can right. tell by that yeah, little gold-looking thing that's on their profile, so you know that they're serious about their LinkedIn stuff. So that's a, right. an indicator right off the bat. So, and, and are you a paying subscriber to LinkedIn? Um, I believe I am. 
Uh, I think I yeah I'm using the like the <laughs> sales navigator shindig sometimes to like find people and start picking, conversation. I'm just picking the I'm just picking the ribs too. Yeah, so. it's uh well it's like it has options like I cancel it every now and then and just like okay I'm done with it like I found everybody that I need I'll just go organic and not use all the search tools and then I'll just cancel right. the subscription for six months and then. I don't know, six months in, it's like, well, let me like try and like go nuts on the search again and then I'll just sign up for right. another like couple months and use all these like gimmicks and options that they offer for the paid plan. But right. it's, it's not like a continuous thing. I haven't been like a premium member or whatever it's called for like years. It's uh, right. and yeah, yeah. And usually when I sign off of the payment plan, like a couple months later, I get like a, uh, an email from LinkedIn, like, we want you back on the premium account. Here's a free month. Yeah. And like, okay, thank you. You know, it's like. Yeah, and you're, you're busy as a one-legged uh, wallpaper maker for that month. Yeah. You know, using all the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, to go back on track, uh, what is the key for you to be successful? What is the key for me to be successful? Like, when do you consider yourself successful? Um, well, success for me, you know, it has to come in a couple. It has to come in a couple different forms, right? Um, you know, everybody's going to have a unique metric for that, right? Uh, whether it's you know the financial side, um, you know, the per personal contentment mm -hmm. side. Um, you know, I, I think for me, success is. You know, when I'm when I'm comfortably financial, um, and uh, you know, I'm not stressed about you know making this month's rent. Um, you know, I can invest in something for my family. Um, but you know, me personally too, right? Like I'm liking the work, I'm liking the people. Um, the phone is ringing, right? I'm busy, mm -hmm. so I'm busy. I'm profitable, and I'm happy. Those are right. three nice keywords. Right. So um, I, I think that that would be my determination of of success. Wow. And, and we can probably throw in another one. I'm me, right? Yeah. I'm me. Yeah. Uh, and the authenticity and stuff like that. Is, uh, no more games, kids. You know, <laughs> you, you asked me on, on one of our offline offline conversations you would ask me uh, an important question and and it has resonated with me ever since you asked that question and what, i hate you for this what as, was the question as as, like, it was you you had said so why why would people go to you instead of me if i opened a shop next to you okay so what is the answer you're coming up with well, the answer is they would come for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They would come for me. And, um, and they would come for you. If they were more akin to you and your personality, they would go to you. Um, and, you know, if people, and, and that has to be, you know, when we talk about advice to other people and, and new photographers, it's find out who the fuck you are <laughs> and, and run with it. Um, and don't apologize about it. 
you know, find out who you are and, and, uh, and, and just stay true, you know, cause in this, in, in my time in this career, you know, I've seen people come in and they are just, they're just out there and, yeah. you know, they're, they're in the field for one year and they're, they're busy as anything. They're running on all cylinders and, you know, they're just, they're just skyrocketing in, in the industry. They're getting all this notice and fanfare and, and whatever else. And, you know, they are doing that because they are different. They are being themselves and everything else. But the second they try being something that they're not, suddenly you just kind of blend into the rest of the mosaic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, find out who you are. You know, some of us do it early. Some of us do it later. Um, but you know, just just be you and be content to be you, and be unapologetic about it. You know, don't be an ass, but you know, be you. Yeah, sounds right. right. So, what are the goals for the upcoming years? So, uh, we're going to be, you know, first first major goal is to get that website up and running. Um, second goal is to start securing, uh, you know, a, a booking a booking pathway uh, to start, you know, getting the phone ringing and stuff like that. Um, I don't know what systems I'm going to adopt yet for that. Um, I want to develop an outreach program, um, you know, some more organic kind of style stuff um, for me to do uh, to kind of get to know my community and my kind of business leaders and and start getting a, a voice and, you know, claiming my authority in, in some of those areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that's important. You have to, you know, you have a voice. You have to find out, you know, what that, what it is that you're supposed to say and, and want to say and, and just start doing it. I want to put my face on more of the brand, you know, getting out there speaking, just, just being me, putting more stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, watch, watch Instagram for that because that's kind of the area that I'm playing mostly in now. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then do my measurements, right. Uh, read my metrics from there and then, you know, retool, replan and, and for the next year too. Right. Cause it's constantly going to be changing. Yeah. It's always so evolving. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say, I'm just going to build this house and I'll be happy living in here forever. That's, that's not the case. I'm, no. I'm trying to just the foundation and there's going to be addition and addition and renovation and renovation, you know, type of thing. It, it just never stops. Yeah. So you just mentioned Instagram. What is the best way for people to find you online and learn more about you, what you're doing and the work you're creating, where you want people to go? Right. Yeah. Right now, the best place to hit is Instagram, and it's uh, at James Photo, uh, J-A-Y-M-Z-F-O-T-O. Okay. And I'll link the website and the Facebook in the episode description. So people can go there and click the link and find out more about uh, you and your work and um, the steps you're taking to like rebrand and do all the awesomeness we just talked about. Um, James, let me thank you for being on this podcast. It's like, it's a long one. It's, um, we're, we're, we're like stretching the, the mark, like we're going all like off the reservation and, but it was a good conversation. So I really want to thank you for your time and be part of this. Yeah. I, I really thank loved you. it. It's an honor.
Yeah. Uh, it's been an honor. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. And that's it for today. But before we part ways, let me invite you to my personal branding for photographers community on Facebook. The group has already around 700 photographers who want to learn everything about improving their personal brand. Make sure to add yourself by going to mauriciejager.com forward slash Facebook or subscribe to my podcast on your preferred platform. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on Facebook or you'll hear from me in the next episode. Enjoy your day. Talk soon. Bye.